guys, welcome back. Another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm your host, my name is Kirk Smith. And I'm Graham K. Guys, thanks for tuning in again with your radio tuner to this podcast. We appreciate it. This is Autastic, the comedian's guide to autism. I have an autistic brother, and Kirk has an autistic son. son. And you're doing okay? You're feeling better? As uh, as our listeners know, Kirk was battling COVID. Now, now, last episode, you were a little bit back. You know, I'm back. And, uh, but you still looked like complete crap. I didn't <laughs> want to say anything. Uh, today, you look like yourself. Half, half, half crap? Yeah, I feel better. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, I used to be handsome man. <laughs> like Tim Legler if he never made the NBA. <laughs> That's an obscure reference that two yeah. people will get. Uh, yep. I'm back except for my ear. I don't even know why I have this one headphone in my left ear. I got nothing out of that one on my right ear. But uh, other than that, I'm back. Um, you still can't hear out of one of your ears. Mm-hmm. Can't hear out of one of my ears. And I've got this tinnitus just ringing in my ear that's driving me. Cuckoo. But other than that, my ex-girlfriend's dad had tinnitus and it's a constant ringing in your ear. And he said that it was the greatest thing that's ever happened to him. He said he loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> that's unlikely. To be Just the really case. enjoyed that's it. Unlikely to be the case. Yeah. Didn't want to blow his head off at all ever. So. <laughs> There's just yeah. a constant ringing uh, when I wake up to when I go to sleep all day, and there's a pressure in there. So I'm hoping it's COVID-related and it's going to go away soon, at least the pressure. Um, yes. And gets partial hearing back because the timing was immaculate. I got it right when I got sick, so I think it could be related. Uh, JJ's doing good. He, long-time listeners know my son lives in Sweden. Sweden is open. But his home is closed because they have several residents that are older. So they would be part of the high-risk group. So I can't right. go see him. And they just canceled his graduation, which was uh, this summer, June 12th. I was really wanting to go to. So that's gone. It's a shame. Not postponed? Just ca- straight up canceled? Straight up canceled for now, yeah. That stinks. I'm sorry, buddy. What are you going to do? Well, you can uh, make a certificate and, uh, you know, I d- I'm buy thinking him a about sandwich. buying something from, you know, I always buy stuff that I've got, like a suitcase full of junk that I buy and I bring, but I'm probably going to have to order something this time. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. Now, uh, how are how's he doing for computers? He's still pretty good at computers. He is... When's the last time you bought him a, a computer? When was I there? January, I want to say. So. Okay, not yeah. bad. Three months, four months. He's definitely going to need one by the time I get out there. I don't know when I'm going out there. I don't know what's happening in this world. We, were, we talked about this off air for an hour, so... Yeah, it's... it's you know, it's, it's a bigger problem for you. You, won't, you can't see your son. Yeah. It's terrible. Very frustrating. Very I'm, frustrating. Uh, and his aides have changed sorry, because but... his one of his aides is a kind of a heavier set lady, and she said she has uh, been told not to work because she is part of the high risk group. So because she's heavier set, because she's f- f- o- uh, overweight. Yeah, obese. What's right. the technical way to say it? This is from her lips. She said, "I can't work because 
you know, this is she English is a second language, so she said it like I'm too fat to work. I'm part of the fat, you know. <laughs> so I'm she's also Swedish, so you don't know if she's just being Swedish or yes. if it's, it's or if it's an English as a second so language. So they can be very direct, and so yes. Uh, yeah, she's like. I knew this one guy, this one Swedish comedian, and he 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 said to a, he was living in Toronto at the time, and he said to another comedian, a friend of mine who's a larger man, and he said, he said, uh, he's let's say his name is Michael Thompson. He goes, Michael Thompson, you are grossly overweight. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I was like, man, you can't <laughs> can't say that. You can't say stuff like oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, what's the what's the Norwegian comic out of there? Daniel, uh, that was Simonson? that was a pretty good Daniel Simonson's impression. Yeah. Well, they all sound like robots. Yeah, that's pretty funny up there. Yeah. But uh, that's what's uh, going on with me. What's going on with your with your brother, Peter? Peter is thriving. Boom. He's absolutely thriving. I think that he he. He won't admit it, but he's having a better time living with my parents. Oh. I think he was lonely. Yes. He, him and my dad, the train set is coming along. It's pretty crazy. My dad and him are going full board to trains. They're wearing matching train hats. They got modeled railroad stuff. They're going on Craigslist and uh, buying stuff off guys off Craigslist, <laughs> like, like little tiny churches and houses. And I'm like, guys, this is not... Uh, this is not the time to go door to door on Craigslist. <laughs> My dad's typical baby boomer. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And uh, I'm washing my hands. And of course, my mom's like, he's not. I have to yell at him when he gets home. <laughs> I'm like, come on. And, she, and then he'll be in the background. What are you saying? Don't say that. I'm fine. <laughs> Don't tell the boy that. Like, uh, I right, like man. the boy. Don't uh, tell the boy. There's a 40 year old man. Yeah, he calls me the, the boy. boy. <laughs> my dad is red from that 70s show if you remember oh that's show. funny yeah except he except except he is a foot taller and 100 pounds sometimes more. i feel but like basically i'm this, red from that 70s show but that's good that's actually your dad you are not you are tim legler from espn <laughs> basketball analyst come on guys we could do it uh, give me the ball here's what i just like to come off the yeah pit. yeah if you want to know kirk smith it just youtube tim legler on espn tim legler energy yeah. anyway it doesn't matter but anyway, my, yeah, my dad is a great guy, and he's he's having a great time with my brother. They're both uh, helping each other from boredom and going full bore into the train set. Yes. Uh, yes. My uh, my my brother, my mom said that. Uh, oh, here I'll read I'll read a I'll read a text. This is a somewhat interesting text. A little update on Peter. It's not too personal. Um, yeah, so this is the last text for, from my mom. Uh, today, Peter had a good day, Zooming with Live, Work, Play. Uh, that's his special needs group. And then with his therapist. He now hangs out in the basement. By the way, the basement is windowless. Nice. He now hangs out in the basement like you do. He has his wooden rocking chair, dad's laptop, and his train set, of which he is so proud. We all have our space. Dad went online with Best Buy and bought Peter a new laptop to take home with him uh, when it's safe to replace his desktop. His old desktop does not have a camera, etc., and we figure that zooming and distancing will continue for some time, and so Peter needs to be equipped. 
So yeah, I'm, you know, Peter uh, has like really old, old technology at his house. And, um, you know, he has like a very basic uh, cell phone. He doesn't need anything else, but it is a smartphone with a front facing camera. And so, uh, it, well, that's not enough. So I guess that's nice. My parents probably bought him some like Acer, whatever you buy for JJ. Because every, every new laptop has a camera anyway. So that's all he needs. He just goes on Gmail and and uh, now he's Zooming. So that's awesome. I'm like, uh, it makes me happy that he, he's really doing well. And you'll appreciate this, Kirk. Um, I finally was able to explain to him and give him a schedule he could follow for push-ups. Ooh. So... Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, he does three sets of ten okay. each day. I like it. And he understands it. I finally was able to can like like unlock it in his head. He's like, oh, okay, sure. So now he's doing it. And he's going on long walks with the dog. And he's like talking with people on Zoom every day. And him and my dad are training. I think my mom feels left out, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> She's like <laughs> they're always in the basement. What this is a sort of a funny story. My um, so my dad is like it's you know, it's my dad. My dad says it's it's Peter's train set, but it's it's pretty much my dad definitely feels like it's his. So, uh, but my brother can kind of sense all this, but he doesn't say it. Doesn't really know how to express it, but I guarantee he can sense that he f he's like dad thinks it's his train set, but it's my train set. So when uh my dad was like all right so we have to uh when we paint on the street and the grass with the green paint and the gray paint for the street you know wait for me or like we're gonna do that together my brother's like okay and my dad went upstairs and my brother did it <laughs> <laughs> and it is let me tell you something uh if i was if if you lived in that municipality, you would file a complaint to the mayor because <laughs> that <laughs> is not the best road work you've ever seen in your life. But uh, not the straightest road work, but it's not bad. It's it's cute. It's cute, and oh, um, and he's proud of it. That's funny. So my dad kind of just goes, "You should have waited for me." <laughs> my dad, my mother would be like, "But I like to." My dad's like, "Okay, okay." Oh, that's funny. Well, that kind of leads yeah. us into our in the news. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to read to uh, about how autistic people articles. deal with uh, the coronavirus. This is from uh, the Times. Yeah. You got this one, right, buddy? I do. I do. I was just checking uh, my recorder to make sure I had pressed record. Oh, boy. I hope so. And I had. <laughs> so <laughs> Two professionals. Uh, it is, would not have been the first time. It's a tricky little thing. It's like so many things you got to think about when you, before you do a podcast. You know, and you got to think about what am I going to say, you know, and then it, whatever. So this one is from the L.A. Times, uh, and it is from Elemy Albert Reyes is the reporter, and it's titled Voices from the Spectrum, Autistic People Deal with Coronavirus. Uh, when the coronavirus hit Southern California, Hector Ramirez tried to hang on to some of the guideposts in his usual routine. I get that. Waking up at 6 a.m. each day, making his bed, showering, heading out to walk his service dog in his Chatsworth neighborhood. Ramirez, who uh, 
who is autistic, used to try to greet at least 30 people before he returned home. That's awesome. My brother does that too. Not 30, but he's got like his, his specific route that he walks the dog because he wants to say hi to them. I people. like it. Anyway, uh, a ritual that grounded him and connected him to the world. Now, he walk, now his walks are quiet, his routine disrupted. But Ramirez had to cope with such stresses before. Like many people with disabilities, I've dealt with social isolation, whether I wanted to or not, said Ramirez. I feel like the same can be said for comedians. <laughs> um, Ramirez, who's 45, uh, and spent part of his youth in an institution in Camarillo, separated from his family. How'd you like that uh, pronunciation there? Oh, wow. <laughs> I have years of experience being separated from society. Autistic people have diverse experiences. Yes, we all know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but in a recent re interview, a number of autistic adults say that although the pandemic can be uh, especially stressful for people on the spectrum, many are practiced in dealing with challenges, social isolation, uh, disrupted routines, economic strain that are now affecting the general population. And they hope that those experiences might help people who aren't autistic to better understand them. Uh, uncertain, uncertainty, unexpected events, and a lack of control are major stressors for people on the spectrum, as you guys all know. Um, uh, Maxfield Sparrow, writing in reaction to an article about people feeling drained as they try to read faces on video calls, points out that we autists live with these discomforts all of our lives. And Sparrow adds, if you are socially disoriented by Zoom and uh, desperate for the pandemic to be over so you can return to a comfortable, easy socializing, please lean into that feeling and remember it later. That's interesting. <clears throat> right. And so basically the, 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 the rest of the article is explaining um, what autism is and um, I will spare you listeners that <laughs> but that's that, that's that's sort of interesting I thought it was that uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's <laughs> so this guy so they're saying like a bad Skype call is sort of similar to what some people on the spectrum deal with all day so me talking to you yep. is sort of what Peter feels like when he talks to me. <laughs> you talking to Tim Legler is what Peter feels like talking to Graham K. <laughs> yeah, like it's it. a little blurry. <laughs> you don't know exactly what the old guy's talking about. Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. I don't know. But that's that was that's lean, that's funny. Lean into that. Not funny, but interesting. Um, yeah. So there's, if you want to read the rest of that article, uh, you can. It's L.A. Times, and it is called, once again, it is called Voices from the Spectrum. Autistic people deal with the coronavirus. But I'm sure most of our listeners are experiencing this article in real time right now. So you may not need to, <laughs> need to read it. Anyway, um, Kirk, 
You have an article? Uh, yeah, we had two this week. This one was kind of interesting. It just highlights what we talked about, I think, last week, where the quarantine's probably hitting women and children the hardest because of the disruption of services. Coronavirus, coronavirus lockdown has radically disrupted autistic people's schedules and access to services, according to the new survey. I know, I know Jill talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago in that, that episode we, we ran. And the disruptions may be especially difficult for women and children with the condition. The email went on to participants of Spark, a project that connects people with autism and their families to researchers who recruit for studies. Spark is funded by the Simmons Foundation. Uh, the questions are aimed to gauge how people on the spectrum are faring during the pandemic, which has shuttered many of the schools and clinics that they rely on. In one survey that went to families of autistic kids, and another went to autistic adults living on their own. So the questions were, how has the COVID-19 disrupted therapies and services for autistic children? And you can see the, the bar graphs there from severe disruption to moderate to mild right. to no. And basically everybody, but about, looks like about 5% lists it has disturbed them. Um, so I'm going to jump ahead to how has the pandemic affected independent autistic adults' mental health? And basically it's affected everybody's mental health. I mean, I feel like the survey is kind of not only say obvious, but results what we thought it would result, but data is always important. Without the data, it's hard to pinpoint how people are feeling and, it, and basically based on the result, it affects women worse than men. I don't know if that's because women have an easier time verbalizing <laughs> what they're feeling, yeah. but uh, it's very interesting. I definitely think it affects services, and like with my son, it's going to affect quite a bit going forward too because everything from trying to find him a job to all sorts of things like that. So, my Yeah, my brother is uniquely set up where I think this is almost in a strange way um, increase the amount of social interaction he has. And like like that text I read from my mother, he's still talking to his therapist, but on Zoom. Yep. Now, I don't know if he's getting as much out of it. I mean, I according to this article that I just read in the LA Times, you know, it's it's harder to understand. It's even harder for him to understand. I guess I, I, he didn't exactly say that, but I, I imagine that the therapy session isn't as good on Zoom, and he's having more trouble understanding faces and social cues. But, yeah. I, th I, th I Yeah, my brother, he's, my brother's already set up. He's already I, yeah, independent. I'm concerned we we with got how, him to a stage where he's independent. I'm concerned with how it's going to play out for my son. School's ending in a few weeks, and then the country's shut down, and he doesn't have a job, and there's nowhere to go, and there's nothing to do. And I, and he's not alone. There's a lot of parents who are thinking about that for their kids, where there's not not a lot open. They yeah. can't even take them to McDonald's to sit down, and because that's not an option. Man, and man, so man. yeah, people are going a little stir crazy in their house. I'm sure. Yeah, send us if you have ideas of things that have worked for you. I would be curious what's what's worked for people. I think. There's going to be, just like there's going to be a whole generation of young adults. Like, imagine, like, if you're trying to go to college in the fall, would you want to even pay for it just to homeschool it? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I guess because you're one year. I mean, if 
I would just because it would give me something to do, right. and then I would have one year closer to being to graduating. And yeah, but if it's yeah, like forty grand, and you're like forty grand, so I can watch it on my computer, I don't know. It's all a scam. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's about getting a piece of paper on the end so you can get a job. Uh, you know, it's not a scam, people. Go to stay in school. <laughs> I have a degree. I I had a good GPA, believe it or not, and um, I there are there are certain times in my job where I interact with people who didn't go to college, and they're just as smart as me. But there are smaller things they don't know how to do that I think I learned in college, but. I don't know. You can. I think you know. You learn. You can. As long as you go to college for a couple of years, you'll learn that. And like you, the first couple of years, doing it from home is fine. First years, home. And I don't think it would be a year. It would be a semester. You know, I think that this is going to end sooner than later. Obviously, I don't know. I'm not an expert, as as Kirk and I have said a million times, but. Yeah, I don't know. My heart goes out to you parents listening to this right now who have uh, kids that are bouncing off the walls and they can't even bribe yeah, this isn't this isn't gonna this isn't gonna go on forever though. Yeah, be encouraged. This isn't gonna go on forever. Yeah. This has to end one way or another. Either we all get it or yeah. there's a vaccine. So, yeah, yeah, but I think we're uh, over the halfway point. I think you're right. Yeah. So. Learn how to make McDonald's fries in the oven, I guess. <laughs> well, Man, you brought back a real... That was a tool my parents used with my brother. McDonald's. My brother would be like, okay, I'll be good. Oh, no, he was just... <laughs> it's just... No McDonald's. Or Dairy Queen. Man, he loves Dairy Queen. But, uh, well, this yeah. is kind of a shorter one this week, but... Uh... Yeah, anything you want to add, bud? No, I uh I I, I think uh it's yeah, it's it's coming to an end. I think we're over the hump. Stay with it, stay strong. I know that I don't have a kid. I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but I grew up in a very stressful household. I grew up in a very stressful household and um I know what those close quarters are like <laughs> and uh <laughs> You can do it, probably. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna one way or another. It's gonna. This, this can't last forever. All right, guys, have a great week. Send us your questions, your articles you'd like us to cover, and uh, yeah, we love hearing from you guys, either on the Facebook or Instagram. Uh, my name is Kirk Smith Comedy on all the social media platforms. Graham, what's your what's your handle? Instagram K on on Instagram and Mr. Graham K on Twitter, guys. Like and subscribe and review if you have the time on iTunes. It helps. Or you can go to, um, what's it called? Uh, Patreon.com slash Autastic. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Autastic. Uh, to uh, donate uh, a dollar an episode helps keeps keep uh, keep us afloat. Um, we are also out of work, <laughs> but if you don't have the means, we make this podcast free for a reason. So 
Thanks for listening. You're doing enough. Have a great week, guys. You can do it. <laughs>